say less. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Uh, guys, welcome to Geeks of the Week. I just had like a flashback. But welcome to Geeks of the Week. Uh, we are here. We're going to be talking about cult classics and bad movies that are bad, but they're still kind of fun. And we still will watch them like nine times out of ten. Like, love those. Those are like the best kinds of movies, honestly, if you ask I mean- me. I feel like people all the time give me shit for like being too like pretentious or like overanalyzing. They're like, can't yeah. you just enjoy it, whatever? And I, I want, I want a chance <laughs> to talk about the movies that allow me to just, you know, I Turn don't need. Oh, there is because there isn't a deeper substance in these yeah. movies. Yes, for the most part. Yes, yes. And, and entertainment doesn't need to be multifaceted. I a lot of it is, and I like to talk about that. But yeah, I think I think also you just had your week your week week. Yes, my week but week. Good news, everyone. <laughs> Julian has uh, acquired a phone that look that at, has. Look at that shit! If this makes it on YouTube, look at this shit. It's an S twenty one, three cameras. Let's go. It's so, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful phone, and I love it. It feels so good in my hand. I like. I've always like when I picked up the last one. I just like felt this like wave of disdain. Just like every time I held it, I was just kind of like. Ugh. They didn't even give me like a case to protect it, and they still told me if I broke it, that's three hundred and fifty bucks. So I'm like, why aren't you gonna give me a case? They're like, well, you're gonna have to buy it. The fuck? Like anyway. I mean, so like, yeah, that's it, crazy. It was so stupid. Couldn't even loan me a case, but instead I'm just over here like, oh fuck this phone. Like I really wanted to <laughs> chuck it mo- at multiple times, but no. Got a new one now. Everything's all good. Quality is back. And uh, yeah, but thinking about still extending the week, week up until Friday or Saturday, you know, just to finish out the week because yeah, yeah. People, people love talking about shitty movies. I've gotten so many requests, like <laughs> so many requests. Like, have you heard of, again, we talked about this like off air, but Velocipaster. I have not heard of this one. No. Okay, what the, like okay, so I just I just did my green room about an hour ago and somebody was like, "Oh, I requested like Velocipaster." And I was like, "Damn, that like 18 people, 18,000 people were like Velocipaster, Velocipaster." And so I looked up the fucking like poster. It's the most confusing poster I've ever seen. Now, look up the poster and then look up the stills from the movie. Both equally terrible, but two completely different things. It I don't understand it. Okay, I see the poster. Honestly, this dude kind of looks like a zombie. He's he got looks like, like a, a zombie. He's got claws for hands, and there's ninjas behind him. There's ninjas in a movie about a pastor, velociraptor yeah. hybrid let me, man. Let me paint you a picture, audience. Okay, so just listen. <laughs> we have a very scary-looking Frankenstein-esque pastor holding his chest, but also clutching his hand. And it's not a hand. It's a claw. It's a it claw. Is, it's clawed. Uh, so to, to to pair with his terrifying face, he's got some terrifying hands. Um, there's fire. There's fire in there. <laughs> there's now. fire. What is on fire? I don't know. Something. <laughs> and fire. then in front of the fire, um, just several ninjas. Uh, they're not fighting anyone. They're just standing there. And then to cap it all off, we've got a very, very large dinosaur. Uh, I'm guessing it's not to scale uh, because <laughs> velociraptors are actually quite small. Uh, he looks quite, quite mean. And then the logo um, is great because it mixes uh, bloody uh, bloody horror font with a glowing yep. cross for the yep. T. The cross got me. The cross. And the tagline is, a man of the claw the, <laughs> instead see, the, of the, a man of the claw. There's so much wrong with it because, one, uh, the, as a copywriter, that, that tagline is awful because a man of the claw. Are you trying to say you're a man of the law? Because that's not a pastor. That's a cop, first off. Well, I think like so a man of the cloth 
is a uh, is a is a phrase for for religious people. That still doesn't work though. Claw it's, cloth. It's, I mean, what is the, the my thing is what's a dual, what's the dual meaning? What what is a man a man of the claw? What? Come on now. They, you know what? That would have been so much more improved if they would have just added the th. It still would have worked. The cloth. <laughs> I mean, still yeah, would have worked yeah. but you just stopped you just gave up and that just that just is like that's okay, that's the representative of what the movie is it felt like somebody made it and then gave up like i did just see the screenshots and <laughs> the screenshots wow i know right it's nothing like the fucking <laughs> poster this looks like some fucking high schoolers got their mom's camcorder and said Let's, we're gonna make a home movie and bought a blow up dinosaur costume and just put on black sweatpants to go out there and say i'm gonna be a ninja you be a dinosaur yep yep did you see the gif did you see the gif of it moving oh wait here we go there's there's literally like a tab at the top wait till you see it moving it's not good (laughs) it doesn't even look like a like a raptor costume what the fuck i mean literally oh man wow what was the budget for this movie two dollars i mean (laughs) $2. I would believe it. I would believe it. Without question. All the ninja outfits are actually sheets from his mom's bedroom. And <laughs> <laughs> look at the, the, mean, the raptor costume was from last Halloween. The, the the poster design is actually looking a lot better now. Like literally. By I, comparison, I mean, right? They must have spent the majority of their budget on the poster. On the poster. Because like the, with the poster, the you see the poster. You see the poster and you're expecting like at the very least... They're going to put the raptors from Jurassic Park in, like, the priest collar. That's what I yeah. thought. That's what yeah. I thought. I was like, oh, it's going to be that level of, like, animatronic, but just in a priest collar. It's going to look goofy, but at least there's going to be some production value. It looks nothing like that. Like <laughs> I I saw the poster, and I thought, this is going to be, like, Sharknado quality is exactly. what I was thinking. Some CGI involved, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, like a dumpster fire, but, like, you know... So someone cared about it you yep. know yep this one there was no care There's if no you care look there if you look very closely at those like photos of, of the actual movie you'll notice that some of the ninjas have shoes and some do not just <laughs> <laughs> not everybody there wasn't enough budget for everybody to have shoes <laughs> <laughs> only the ones with no shoes are allowed to kick in this film <laughs> Because those are the badasses. Those are the ones who, like, you don't want to get kicked by. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll say this about the film industry. People are passionate, so passionate mm-hmm. about it, in fact, that mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they will put stuff like this out there. I, Because I, this wasn't made for a profit. There was Mm-mm. no, this wasn't, Mm-mm. this wasn't they weren't uh, expecting a venture any. of capitalism. Yeah, they weren't expecting to passion. get into the theaters with that. They weren't expecting any <laughs> awards. They weren't even expecting anyone to see it. It seems <laughs> they were just I mean, maybe they were the hoping. Maybe they were hoping that they wouldn't. I, I I can just see them like in their living room, like watching it, and they're kind of like putting their hands on each other's knees and saying, "Yes, this is for us. <laughs> we made this." Well, it's like uh, it's like that <clears throat> that movie with Jack Black and um, uh, fuck, what is the other guy's name? It's the Michael the, Cera? No. The movie that I'm thinking of is the one where they do sweeted videos. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Be Kind Rewind. Yes. Be Kind Rewind. Who is that other actor? I'm completely... Uh, Most Def. Most Def. Oh, my God, thank you. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, yeah, it's... 
it's reminded me of it gave me that vibes like <laughs> oh let's just make this and be just acknowledge that it's ridiculous yeah. um but yeah i don't i don't i think i would rather watch the sweeted versions than so do you think this has potential to be like a cult classic i don't think this does i think it won't be forgotten but it's not going to be a cult classic. Oh, it's not going to be I any mean, type yeah. of classic. I really don't. Because even like cult classics that are actually bad movies are few mm-hmm. and far between. I yeah. think that the, like there's a lot of cult classics that are maybe just do have like low production value or yeah. were marketed incorrectly. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not like actually bad movies. Like like The Room is probably the most famous example yes. of a movie that's like actually bad it's one of those so bad it's good like you want to watch those type of movies like yeah yeah, i get that i I would maybe also say maybe this is controversial i don't know but i would maybe also say that deep blue sea falls into that category Hmm. here's the thing i I grew up on deep blue sea I actually, I actually actually i'm not gonna say i like it or loved (laughs) it i'm not saying that i'm not even saying that it's good and just as long as i don't i don't think i don't think I don't think it's a good movie, but I think it's enjoyable as hell. It's, it's fucking ridiculous as shit. It's, it's it, but it's so fun. It's doesn't so. Doesn't a shark turn on an oven to kill somebody in that it movie? Does, it does. Like, so, so it does. Like the shark knows how to operate the oven. You know what? One of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, moments is like fucking Doctor Eric Selvig, uh, uh, Peter Peter Skarsgård, I believe it it, it Stellan. is. Stellan. Stellan. Stellan Skarsgård is like the head scientist or whatever. The shark fucking takes Stellan. He puts it in his mouth and he's swimming at high shark speed towards like this underwater facility where he knows like <laughs> if I throw Stellan Skarsgård's body at this window at this speed, it's gonna crack. <laughs> the window and destabilize this entire underwater facility and the funniest shit is like the 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 shark is coming at full speed and it lets go of Stella's scar it literally throws him with its mouth and swims away it's awesome that movie i have i haven't watched it in a while and i i should because mm. genuinely like that there that movie is just wild but yeah, yeah. i remember I remember seeing it a lot in my childhood. I don't know why. I feel like <laughs> I watched it. It came on a lot. It was like one of those like <laughs> staple cable movies. Like it, yeah. it, it was always on like USA and the or something thing is, like that. It, especially for the time that it was made, it was mm-hmm. quite a bit more graphic than a lot of like other oh, yeah. competitive movies. So yeah. it must have been heavily edited for TV, but it was oh, still yes. on TV like all the time. Yep. 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 I, well, here's a th- Cause like, I remember watching it on TV and there's always, there's two scenes that always stick out in my mind. One is when the chick is like, I'm going to use myself as bait. And she kind of like overdid it. Cause she got eight like very <laughs> shortly after. And then the other thing was the Samuel Jackson moment. Like the Samuel Jackson moment is probably the most famous moment where he's like giving this rousing speech and it's Samuel Jackson. He's like the biggest star in the movie. He's yeah. giving this rousing speech about how they're going to make it out. And even you as an audience is thinking, wow, like Samuel Jackson's going to lead these guys out of here. And in the middle of his speech, not in, at the end, in the middle of the speech, the shark jumps out of the water. <laughs> it literally says, I'm going to go out of my way to jump out of the water, <laughs> eat you, and then pull you back into the water. It's a, it's, it's a unique movie. Plus, LL Cool J. Like, we cannot yeah, forget oh God, that yeah. LL Cool J was in this movie, and he, had a, yeah. and he made a song, original. He made an original song for the movie and what are the lyrics hold on i'm a, I'm a butcher i'm a butcher right now but he at one point he says my hat looks like a shark's fin that's what that uh, was. okay all right 
<laughs> so that that happened. There, I feel like there were so many there were so many movies like that in like the early two thousands that were just like not. I don't know that anybody could call them good. I mean, are there any like no. Rob Schneider movies that would be considered like a cult classic now? I, I don't listen to what you just said. Uh, Rob Schneider <laughs> movie that's a cult classic. I no. mean, I, I've never I've, even like I know people like the hot chick. I've literally never seen it. I actually um, like the hot chick a lot. I yeah, a lot of people like people like it. Chick. And isn't it is it Rachel McAdams? A, Ra- he switches places with Rachel McAdams, who, mind you, is barely in the movie. She's barely in the movie, but every time she shows up, fucking gold. It's, I see. I love Rachel McAdams. It, it's Rachel McAdams is so great in that movie. Like, like, cause she's playing. Cause they don't really like give a lot of context or love to Rob Schneider's like character, like at all. Uh-huh. But when she, but that allows her to play the character any way she wants. So she's just this very like crude like guy who doesn't really say anything, and she makes like these weird faces where she just kind of like. Like at one point, like, uh, do you remember Joey Lawrence? Is it Joey Lawrence? Matt Lawrence. It was Matt Lawrence. It oh, was yeah, Lawrence. Yeah. So Matt Lawrence is like Billy, the boy, her boyfriend. And so uh-huh. like, he's wondering where the fuck is she the entire time? And he sees her, but it's, it's like her being the Rob Schneider, like character. Who's this total, like sleaze bag. And so <laughs> she's just walking down the street with like this dude walk, just like, you know, chewing gum or whatever. And he's like, Oh my God. I can't remember her name, but he's like, Oh my God, it's me. And he goes like, Oh, hey Tommy. And he's like, it's Billy. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Is that your car? And he's like, it's my dad's. Oh, give me the keys. And she's like, <laughs> like her acting is so good. It's so funny that movie. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. See you later. It's like, you know, <laughs> like just imagine Rachel McAdams doing that. I mean, I yeah, I might need to. I might need to watch it now. I really might. It's it's and honestly, it's one of the few roles where uh, Rob Snyder's like genuinely like hilarious in it, like genuinely I mean, hilarious. I've, I really have heard good things. Like it's yeah. that's the crazy thing is like I yeah I've, I only ever saw Rob Schneider in like the Adam Sandler movies that he yes. was in, and then I never saw any oh, of his movies. There's a whole world of Rob Schneider movies that you should watch. Like they're they're again, they're Rob Schneider movies, but right, it's it's right. like it's it's like Adam and sorry Rob, but it's like. <laughs> Adam Sandler like up here and then Rob is like a couple rungs he's like he's like the little brother like yeah, phys- physically yeah. and metaphorically his movies and so you know you have Deuce Bigelow both of them Deuce Bigelow and then there's right. Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo dumb comedies that me and my best friend at 16 laughed our asses off <laughs> there's the hot chick which we just talked about there's the animal which is basically like the hot chick but he's an animal <laughs> I mean, it's taking it, taking it to the next level. I guess just taking it, taking it to the next level. And you know what? I think, I think those were like he had like a run of movies where like he was just like in back to back to back. He had like his own like mini Adam Sandler run. Yeah, and they're not like bad. They're literally just kind of like dumb comedies that are just made to like make you laugh as hard as you possibly can. Like one of my favorite lines ever, and I don't say this a lot for obvious reasons, but we're adults. He says. <laughs> Like, there's a scene where he, Rob Schneider in the hot chick, gets into a fight with a man. But, you know, he's supposed to be, like, Rachel McAdams in his body. And so after she, like, knocks, like, punches him in the, in his, like, nuts or something, the guy's, like, on the floor. And then she says, you're so cool because you, po- you could pee with your penis. Like, you think you're so cool because you could pee with your penis. Because <laughs> the whole movie she's struggling to, like, use the penis to pee. 
so she just punches this guy you think you're so cool because you could pee with your penis <laughs> like you should get your edges fixed honey your, your ends are totally split it's so <laughs> and they try to shoehorn in an identity storyline with her like they it's, they try to shoehorn it throughout the entire movie you get like three scenes where like she's embarrassed of her Korean mother because and she's hanging with like her two black friends who's Tia and Tamara Maori. <laughs> so oh <my> it's like, <laughs> and, and there's this like there's this moment where like she she tells her mom to just basically like fuck off and her mom is just kind of like and this is where again Rob Snyder movie this is where I draw the line. She goes, "You embarrassed of yourself. I just tried to be. I just tried to be close to you." negro please like that's what her mom <laughs> says they literally get oh her korean mom to say the n-word please and i'm just like well okay <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i'm not surprised i'm not surprised that the early i mean literally I, I have this conversation i feel like on a weekly basis now but like i just mm-hmm. don't think that people realize how what a different time like yeah. the early 2000s were like yeah. just so the things that people just assumed were acceptable like i just rewatched jennifer's ba- body because i love that movie and that's love it. one yeah. that's a prime example for me that's like this is a movie that was considered bad but it's mm-hmm. i think it's actually a brilliant movie and it's yep. definitely a cult yep. classic mm-hmm. um and i've seen people call it out for like racism and stuff because a lot of the lines that jennifer says are like really insensitive mm-hmm. um but f- the biggest point that I make in in that is that uh, the she's written intentionally to be a shitty person. Yeah, so like yeah, that's why she sucks. Yeah, but also like any literally any movie that you watch in like the early two thousands is gonna have at least a little bit of and like Jennifer's Body I celebrate as like an incredibly queer positive Absolutely. film. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Um. Yeah. I I view it as like like a queer like um. Oh, awakening kind of film. Mm-hmm. Um, but like every single film that you watch that came out like before 2005 is going to have at least a couple like lines that you can call homophobic now. Like yeah. every every single one guaranteed. Um, and it's just there's just so much. And it, sometimes it's played like it is in Jennifer's body where it's clearly coming from people that you're supposed to see as bad. Yeah. Bad people um, that just use that stuff. But it's like yeah. everybody, like we talk about it on TikTok sometimes, that Hillary Duff PSA, where she's like, um, it's not, you, you would, don't say that something is gay. How would you feel like <laughs> if somebody said, every time they wanted to say that something is lame, they'd say that's so girl wearing a skirt for a top. And it's just like, it's, it was oh my the God, I forgot thing. about those. I forgot oh, about yeah. those. But it's, I mean, literally, like the entire time I was in school, people would say like, the, the the phrase that's so gay as a pejorative yeah. was just like a thing yeah that was just around it's just in, it's insane now mm-hmm. um and but yeah it's one of those things where like there's only so much i mean you, you just have to you just have to understand what you're what you're you're looking at like a time capsule of a time yeah. that was shittier objectively <laughs> super super side note uh well not side note still related but the show glee was like that show that kind of like existed mm. like right on the threshold of like when shit was kind of like weirdly acceptable but at the same time like it started to like progressively move forward yeah. and i remember specifically like i remember this it was this moment where you realized that glee was the thing that kind of like was the bridge that helped you cross that threshold was they introduced the character of uh 
fuck, I can't even remember his name. I would just call him not right. I know it's not writer, but I'm gonna call him writer. But you know, he was a gay character. He was like, on the football team. And uh, at one point, he like basically says like, "That is so gay, bro." Mind you, this this episode was probably like in 2017 or some shit. And so he's like, "Oh, that's so gay, bro." And then like Leah Michelle's character, oh my god, like we worked so hard so you guys wouldn't say things like that. How how would your coach feel? And then he's like, "Girl, I'm totally gay. I'm a progressive gay. Like I'm uncomfortable <laughs> in my sexuality. I like dudes, and I also like playing football, and it allows me to be myself." just turns out my my true self is kind of a dick it's just like <laughs> so so you literally had like the old guard commenting on like how that language isn't acceptable like because it wasn't when they were but then you have this thing like this is the new like progressive it is just go. like that show is so indicative of like the way the way that the world transitioned from that because yes, literally yep. like it, lee positioned itself as like a really progressive show yes but it embraced so many stereotypes and yes. actually portrayed a lot of people in like a really horrible ways. Yep, but yep. they were like patting themselves on the back the whole time for doing it. Like they were yep. like, "Wow, you guys nailed it." It was like <laughs> it was like the, it was like the celebrity video from the beginning of the pandemic. You know, yeah. you could just tell that every after every episode they were like, "This is this is great. We're really we're we're changing hearts and minds out there, you guys." Every <laughs> like, every episode they would pat themselves on the back so hard, especially when. <laughs> Whenever it came to Kurt, especially whenever it came to Kurt, oh, it, yeah. was, it was just kind of like, you know, I, I'm sorry. Like it, the whole the Kurt storyline, like I remember watching that first season and thinking like, oh, my God, this is so powerful because like Kurt's overcoming so much bullying. And then but then like they literally like I get it. Like the, the LGBT community has a very hard time just existing. Like I, yeah. I, I totally acknowledge that. But these these bullies, like these bullies were just so I'm not saying over the top. I'm not trying to say what experience <laughs> it was, but just for like a show, I could just feel that I was just kinda like, Okay guys, we get it. Like <laughs> like we fucking like get it. No, I've seen so many hilarious TikToks recently of people like mocking movie and TV bullies from that era yes. where like They'll, yes. they'll talk, talk about how, you know, someone will come in and be like, oh, my God, Sarah, <laughs> could you be any more of a loser? Is that the, are, oh you God, are you talking about yeah. the black girl? Are you talking about the black girl on TikTok? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh, my God. I know God. exactly who you're talking about. And then, and then they'll show, like, what a real bully is like and how much worse it is because yes. they'll just be like, oh, Sarah. You look great today. Exactly, it's so much. And it's like, it's so much that's more subtle. What hurts. It's so much more subtle. It's like it's like it's like it's like the Regina George, like the yes. whole like I love your skirt. Your skirt is great. That is the ugliest effing skirt I ever saw in my life. And you're like yes. right there. You're just yeah. like right there. Yeah. And you hear that shit. That's like terrible. Here, like you're walking. Like it's all. I hate the bullies in the movies where like the person just walking down the hallway. Bully just casually passes by and just aggressively pushes him <laughs> into the locker. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> That was Glee, like, every single episode. They would oh walk up with fucking slushies. Ha, 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 you just got slushied. And it's like, <laughs> who does this? I mean, also, like, that's, like, a tangible thing that you can go to a principal or whatever and be Look like, somebody face. threw a slushie on me. That's objectively against the rules. Literally no a whole hallway of witnesses. A whole yeah, hallway. Exactly. <laughs> Where do you, what the fuck? What kind of what kind of Hunger Games fucking school do you go to where the teachers are like, well, survive? I mean, yeah, well, you know, yeah. in a lot of ways they do do stuff like that, but for a yeah. lot more insidious things that yeah. people, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less yeah. about in my experience, anyways. It's less about 
what extracurriculars you have and more about what your fucking uh parents income is that yeah. that actually matters but absolutely hate those hate those hate that type of shit um yeah but even like 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 you said like you know movies back in like you know the early 2000s and damn i feel old saying that but movies <laughs> during that era um it, it it just feels like a different time even though for us it doesn't yeah. seem that long ago like whenever when i watch transformers like they had original transformers and specifically the second one mm-hmm. there's some jokes in there that are rough yeah. like so yeah. rough like bad like there's a it scene where john Totoro. Like every movie every movie every single movie there's something bad like there's a scene where john Totoro, who's like at that time i believe he was like probably like approaching 50 or even or like at 50 and he looks at megan fox's character and says she's a criminal criminals are hot and the way he like looks her up and down when he says that it's so like bro she's like 16 at this point like what are you doing like in the movie she's supposed to be playing a high schooler like it's just so i mean the whole michael bay megan fox thing that just like really disturbs me so much like the way that she was he like picked her out for that music video that he directed and she was literally (laughs) 15 so they were like well she can't be playing a stripper that's illegal and so his solution to that was um she was a go-go dancer that was dancing under a waterfall and she's like barely clothed she's 15 like it's just such predatory behavior it's just like terrifying yeah i don't like that i don't like but i mean like people like we've come to acknowledge now that like john hughes movies a lot of 80s movies are just like crazy problematic and it's just like yeah yeah I mean, oh there's gosh. there's so much, and I feel like people just people people want to imagine that the early 2000s were like not that long ago, and I feel like mm-hmm. it it does that that whole like like understanding just that it's different. It, it doesn't seem to extend this far, but I mean, like like you were talking about, like the Kurt thing is that the kind of bullying is exaggerated in Glee, mm-hmm. but like when I was in high school, like nobody I, I've never nobody's seen that. out. Nobody was out yeah. as a teenager. Like if you were, it's like. A couple of people knew about it and like I didn't I was never even around people that would have had like options of who to date like the only people I knew was like uh, I could count on one hand all of the people that I met who were like open about being queer as a teenager just in just in the early 2000s you know Mm -hmm. and probably like another like bad movie that like I genuinely enjoy I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry so bad so problematic (laughs) on so many levels just so many levels but there was some comedic gold in that movie like that literally had like it takes that bully trope like at one point uh kevin james like he's literally trying to like masculine his son he's like i want to get my son into baseball and like but all the other fathers are like hey like we're good you can't be in our league and so kevin james gets into a fight with one of the dads and while that's happening this random kid goes up to the son who's like you know obviously either queer or heavily queer coded but the son, this kid goes up to this, you know, this young boy and goes, your dad's gay and so are you. This is this is the best part of the entire movie. I don't care what anyone says uh, besides being Rames singing in the shower. But uh, the, the queer kid pushes the bully. The bully takes a swing. And to avoid the swing, the queer kid does the splits and punches him in the nuts. Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat style. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah it's awesome it's like and not only that he gets up and does and tap dances it's like i mean okay yeah yeah and i i can get on board with that i mean 
as 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 bad and problematic as that movie is, I will watch that scene like ten times out of ten and oh my laugh God. my ass off. My dad watches these like clips. Uh, they're not. It's not even movies, but like you know, like the he follows this Instagram account that's like called Kids Getting Hurt, and like oh literally, gosh. it's a private. It's a private page. I assume because they've been. Um, reported so many times but like sometimes he'll be like oh, i want to show you this but i can't send it to you because like right. you're you, you're not following them and I'm like yeah no because literally anytime i'm around him and he is able to show me one it's like mm-hmm. something horrible but it's like something out of like america's funniest home videos or something like classic right. like kid getting hit in the face with a ball or something but sometimes i'm it. like genuinely terrified with this children's safety but he finds it so funny he finds it hilarious so. it, it, it's funny when it depends like again if it's like a ball and it depends what kind of ball like i don't want to see a kid get hit in the face with a basketball but if it's like yeah a kickball or like, like a, a beach ball, ball like a wiffle know? ball you know yeah. that's funny like that's funny as but long I as i can verify that no one was seriously injured yeah, like immediately I, I, yeah i don't want to see like yeah i don't want to see kids like fall from like ungodly heights like yeah. I don't, yeah that's not funny to me uh i do hey, i do like video of, hmm? i was i was just gonna say speaking of horrific uh things that reminds me of a movie that i sometimes describe as the worst movie i've ever seen um Ooh. Ooh. okay and that is uh the happening by mr <laughs> m night Shyamalan. <laughs> So we're talking about uh, M. Night no. Shyamalan now. <laughs> I was I was a Shyamalan apologist. I, I for a brief moment in time, I was a Shyamalan enthusiast. Oh, and no. then I was an apologist. And now I just um I've just been hurt too many times, you know? Like I just <laughs> What was happening, your breaking point was happening like the one that oh, did it absolutely. for you. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. And and this was like the peak of my Zoe Deschanel like mm. ob- obsession days. Okay. She had she had all of us uh in a chokehold in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, but I was particularly obsessed with her. I was really into her band, she and him, which I still think like her singing voice is just amazing. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, I was, you know, I was peak Zoe Deschanel fangirling. Uh and yeah, I went to go see it in mm. theaters. That movie mm. is the is just the worst. It's just so it's nothing redeemable about it at all. And she, and she had some particularly bad lines too. Like her lines were yeah. pretty. It makes you I, kill yourself just when there you thought there could be no other evil in the world invented. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, Zoe. <laughs> it's okay. just I mean I don't know who was worse in that movie, her or Mark fucking Wahlberg. And what? No, Literally. no, what? what? No. What do you mean? No, that's just Mark Wahlberg's like line. Oh, I was like, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Was it no. not Mark Wahlberg? I was like, no, no it's Mark Wahlberg. But like, my acting was way better than him in that movie. Dude, you, you think you. you sold me. You 100% sold me. I could be bad I, if I, I tried. Do I need to run? Do I need to run from the wind? Because you, you sold me. Probably, <laughs> just, probably. Let's outrun it. Also, I'm sorry. Like, and I, you know, again, I think M. Night Shyamalan has done a lot actually really good. I, I, I there's still things that I really defend. Don't um, start. But <laughs> I, won't, I won't get into it here. But just based on the decision alone um, that Zoe Deschanel and Mark Wahlberg could at any, could in any way be a believable romantic pairing. Oh, yeah, no. Like, he yeah, should no. never have been She's, given another chance like to make young. a movie just based on that. Yeah. Like yeah, they no, just yeah. in what world? Like in what fucking world? 
I wanna I wanna know something right now. Like what like for me, I know what scene it is, but for you, what scene in that movie made you like tap out? Like, cause you know, at some point, like you're, you as is it you as an apologist watching the happening, you were probably thinking to yourself, like, oh, it's gonna it's gonna get good, it's gonna get good, I can endure this. But then there's I mean, gotta be something that made you say, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, it was. I mean, I hate to, I hate to admit this, mm-hmm. um, but I kept I kept the whole time I watched it the first time, I just kept thinking something's something's gotta happen eventually right? <laughs> something's gotta happen like something's, in the happening it's called the happening but <laughs> nothing has happened like people kill themselves and they're like oh we gotta do something about it and then they proceed to do nothing about it forever just run, just run and, and walk literally it's like it's like maybe 25 minutes into the movie where somebody they like come up to a scientist or something it's been years since i've watched this so i'm like piecing it together yeah. from my traumatic memories but don't worry <laughs> i won't hold you i i think it's like 25 into the, minutes in the movie or something they go to like a scientist and the scientist's like i'm hypothesizing that the plants are trying the plants are doing this to us it's something in the air because the plants want to kill us and they're like that's crazy no way and then I kept the entire time I'm watching this movie thinking, okay, so what's going what's gonna to be the twist? What's happening? Why is it happening? And then at the very end, it's like, you guys remember what that guy said five fucking minutes into this movie? That, that's actually what's happening. There is no twist. That's actually the twist what's happening. is, we fucking There's told no you. Like, ah, gotcha. You could have stopped watching 45 minutes ago. And I, and I bet you a nice Shyamalan was just jerking it, just kind of like, yeah, yeah. The twist is actually in the beginning. <laughs> actually, like, people I mean, get mad saw... at my twist. It's at the beginning. <laughs> you saw Old. What did you think? I didn't see it. I actually did didn't see Old. I actually didn't oh, see oh, Old right. yet. Because we were going to go see it together. Yeah, and then we were supposed we to. we didn't have time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, didn't see it. Wanted to see it. And see I if, heard, like, I heard it it's the same shit. <laughs> I heard it was the same shit. It was the same shit, Shyamalan, whatnot. You know, the moment in like the happening for me, and we can again, we can get, as long as we're on Shyamalan, we can get into like the last Airbender and all that stuff. Ooh, but, I know, yeah, because I because I don't think you watched the show, did you? Mm-mm, I did. Okay. Oh, definitely gonna get into this. But <laughs> um, with the happening, my breaking moment, like it, it ping pongs between Mark Wahlberg talking to the plant in the house. <laughs> And telling the plant to just let them go. Hey, we just came in here for a few things. We just we're just gonna be out of your hair in a second, okay? All right. That's like, actually, it's actually he, a good Wahlberg impression. Thanks. <laughs> you can be Andy Samberg. You know the SNL skit. Mark Wahlberg yep. talks to animals. Yep. Yep. Hey, yep. Cal. <laughs> hey, hey, plant. How's we're just mother? gonna be. A, we're gonna be. We're gonna be out of your hair in a second, okay? We're just passing through. Is that all right with you? Like he was like two seconds away from petting the damn thing. It was so <laughs> bad. But then like, but then, like it honestly makes me not want to eat a hot dog again. It's the the random dude who says, "You know, hot dogs get a bad rap." Hey, you, you like hot dogs, don't you? Like it's just it's such a <laughs> random line that just has no consequence to. There's no there's nothing that goes into the scene to the movie. It doesn't pay off anything. He literally just starts talking about how hot dogs get a bad rap and how he likes hot dogs. I like hot dogs. Hey kid, you like hot dogs, don't you? Oh, like it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> the happening is clearly a movie where like a writer M Night Shyamalan thought to himself one day, Oh my god you know it would look so cool on screen is if i had just like if there was something that was making everybody kill themselves in like crazy creative ways yeah. and it's like final destination <laughs> but people are doing it to themselves, to themselves. how terrifying would that be <laughs> and then he was like this is such a cool idea and then he thought i don't need to put any 
any other thought into that story like people that's already interesting enough people <laughs> like, will see just... it and you know what he got us because the trailer was very intriguing because i wanted to know was... why yeah. people were jumping off of buildings and killing same. themselves same i was I like was, okay i'm invested like, what's compelling a guy to just lay down and let a lawnmower just <laughs> like eat a shit you know so he yeah. got me <laughs> he yeah. got me with that twist and you know what we fell for it again with fucking bird box which was oh also not good. And the entire internet was freaked that out M. over it. Was that M. Night? No, that? no. Okay, no, I'm about no. to say. I'm about to say because Bird Box, yeah. They have, oh, my God, Bird Box. It was, I, I literally, I remember people just being like, well, have you watched Bird Box yet? And then I finally watched it and I was like, what the fuck? Why are we talking about this? Watching Bird Box became the meme. Like, that was, <laughs> yeah. it, that was it. It became like, have you watched Bird Box because you need to watch Bird Box. If you're not watching Bird Box. Yeah then you're a loser and like it and was then like there was one, a bunch was of FOMO. people who'd apparently never seen sandra bullock before and started calling her the woman from bird box and it's like how that dare was, you oh my gosh you really people didn't know who sandra Bullock. come on don't disrespect sandra bullock like that she's a queen she's a queen she, I, i'm gonna keep this short i'm gonna keep this short because i will go into like a full-on one hour-long rant about this you don't understand m night Shyamalan and the last airbender you don't understand that i call it a scandal it's just as bad as a scandal. Okay, so you already know how popular The Last Airbender is. Even if you haven't seen it, you just know how popular yes. it is. You, you've seen people talk about like how layered it is. It's how like, like I mean, I think that it's like popularity level, like up there with Harry Potter. Like yes. it's like people just Abs- yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I always say that if they would have gotten that first movie right, we are looking at a franchise to rival lord of the rings at the very least be like right under lord of the rings because it's just so the world is so rich there's so many layers to the storytelling to the characters it's just it's like damn near perfect show it's a perfect series i remember where i was when i saw the trailer i was in vegas for a basketball tournament i was it was 2007 i was watching transformers revenge of the fallen i remember seeing a fucking person in a hood doing like karate and like he started like bending air and i was like holy shit what is this and then he lifts up his hood and he has the fucking iconic arrow on his fucking forehead and i'm like holy shit it was like one of those moments where people are like oh my shit it's a live action last airbender fuck yeah you see the fucking like firebenders throwing like fireballs and they showed that the title shows up and we're like yeah and immediately after m night Shyamalan's name appears <laughs> above the title and it, collectively you heard people go oh <laughs> like oh that poor man fuck. Poor, poor m night Shyamalan. but here's the thing this is where i became not an apologist but i became an optimist for m night because i was thinking this is his comeback dude actually has a budget how yeah. can you fuck up the last airbender it's right <laughs> there for you bro you can do this bro megan i <laughs> i don't i feel i megan. i just i don't know what happened to him like i don't know i genuinely like his first few movies, Unbreakable, The Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah. I Sense. I yeah. fucking I like signs. love Signs. I, I love like signs. signs a lot. I like and Signs. And I, I could I could write a fucking thesis on why I think Signs is actually a brilliant movie and people who like because ninety yeah. percent of the criticism about Signs, literally ninety percent, is people being like, "Well, uh, the sci-fi doesn't make sense. Why would the aliens go there? Why would the aliens go to a planet?" It's like. That's the least interesting part of any sci-fi story is like yeah. the the technological like you can make any in-universe reason to explain that and it's so yeah. easy. It was Plus so it's easy been done before with uh, uh, 
the fucking other war one. of the worlds war of the worlds yeah 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 it's so. like it's it's not that big of a deal but people like get so hung up on stuff like that and it's like the movie's actually brilliant like walking phoenix in that movie is just like I love the performances phoenix that in he that gives movie. yes mel gibson may be like human garbage but he actually gave a really good performance in that the movie. child actors are good in that in that dude film too. they're so good the child What's actors his name? are so good um, I don't the, even know the kids Macaulay names. Culkin's little brother is one of them. Oh, is that Kieran Culkin? Yeah. Is that and I Kieran? think it's Abigail oh, shit, Breslin, right. who's the little girl. That was and she's Ab- so You're cute. right. That was mm-hmm. Abigail Breslin. Wow. See? Mm-hmm. They got they have some future fucking stars in there, man. It's, like it's that. such a good movie. Like I it's literally it's in my opinion, it's my it's my favorite in my Chamala movie, and I also think it's one of the best alien invasions. That films alien all time, walking by still scares the shit out of me. It's ter- like it's it done so me. well. The it's, move, the, yeah. all of it is done so well. Mm-hmm. And then that I didn't, I didn't mind the village, but I, did, I don't think it deserved like all the hate that it got. Fuck the vis- village. <laughs> Fuck know. the village. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, I mean, no, that's fair. But I, mm-hmm. I think that those three are like seriously excellent works of his. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't, I literally don't know what happened after that. He drunk his Kool Aid. You know, I mean, like I guess, if, yeah. if you if you if you remember, like people were calling him the next Steven Spielberg, and I truly believe yeah. that he believed it. You know, yeah. and so he got into this mode where he was just basically saying, like, I can do whatever I want. I'm a cameo in all my films. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just like, dude, just take a step back humble yourself not everybody can do everything like i feel like there's this obsession um in art specifically in in the film world that like auteurs are the best and like auteur Uh filmmakers for those who don't know are people who have most of the creative control typically they write and direct have a heavy hand in editing like you know think like wes anderson martin scorsese tarantino christopher nolan yeah and I feel it's like this it's like this extra level of prestige when you're successful in the film industry. I feel like and I Shyamalan wanted that so badly and it's like just pick one just maybe early too, like after like his third film. Yeah. Like get somebody else to help you write it or, you know, you know, get somebody else to direct it. I don't know. Just, you know, maybe not everything needs to be for everybody. David Fincher is so good at that where he's like, I'll have like another writer, but like it's gonna have my like stamp on it like you're gonna yeah. know it's my film but you, you know the writer is gonna like kind of like craft it and like he'll help in everything like i'm not saying yeah. he doesn't like like chime in and do those type of things but like you know fucking social network that's an Aaron yeah. sorkin script and it's sh- and it soars because of that script but the tone and the aesthetic and the fucking like that's a david fincher yeah film you know, so well, it's, David Fincher's best films, in my opinion, are adaptations of novels. You know, mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. his story, but yeah. he does such a good job um, visually telling a story. And he is able to get into the creative mindset of somebody else's yeah. work, which, in my opinion, is like even more difficult than telling mm-hmm. your own story. Mm-hmm. Like you look at a lot of like famous adaptations and how much the original creator, like The Shining, how much Stephen King hates The Hated Shining. It. Hey, Even though yeah. everybody loves it, and obje- I think Stanley Kubrick did a great job, but mm-hmm. it just goes to show that it's like really hard to get into somebody else's head and see like what their vision is. I think exactly. David Fincher's great at that. Exactly, exactly. All right, Fight so Fight Club, Gone Girl, amazing. Oh yeah, like yeah, I, just, I, I told you I recently watched Gone Girl and that shit blew me away. Gone Girl, yes. like it got me. It it really did get me. Like Rosamund Pike, I'm right. I actually wrote a script with Rosamund Pike at my job. As like <sighs> she's yeah, it. she's good. So she's good. I thought of you while I did that. So yes. yeah. there you go. Uh, but yeah, but uh, in Shall terms we get of back like, to the garbage. Yes, yeah, so let's get back to the garbage. 
<laughs> let's take out the trash but i want to i want to get into like trash that i absolutely love because a lot of people tend to think that when you, you you call a movie trash it means that you're saying it's worthless you, you hate it like it's yeah. no good but not necessarily like i know a mm-hmm. lot of movies that are 100 percent trash from like an objective like critical movie making level but i love the shit out of it first thing that Mm -hmm. comes to mind is both mortal kombat movies like (laughs) both both the mortal kombat movies from the 90s specifically annihilation which is dog shit god awful what the fuck like cgi that makes you really just go what is this but it's that's what gives it its charm that's what gives it it's such its charm but then like other films like like and i People are going to be like, what are you talking about, bro? It's a classic. Good Burger. Good Burger as a mm-hmm. movie is so bad and so stupid and so dumb. But that's why it's a classic. That is why yeah. it's so funny. That is why it is. It is one of the greatest films that literally knows what it is, plays in that wheelhouse, and it excels at every like it excels in that way. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's still bad. Like, it's still yeah. bad. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just. You know, and people, well, why, why are you saying it's bad? What's bad about it? Well, the acting is fucking borderline <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Like the like, listen. I love Kenan Thompson. I love Kenan Thompson. I love him on Saturday Night Live. I've been following him since all that. Dude is great. His acting is not good. <laughs> good <burger. laughs> yeah, no. His acting I mean, is. And it was, you know, he was he was still a kid. You know, he was still a kid. And that's fine. Ago. And that's fine. You had Sinbad in a fucking like afro. Being like the kookiest fucking teacher of all time, home with a big booty burger, home with a big booty burger. Like it's just <laughs> okay, bro. Like it's it's just such. Uh, Linda Cardellini is also like she makes a cameo in that. She's film. in that movie. She makes a cameo as a crazy person in the insane asylum in that oh film. My God. It's it's fucking great, but it's it, again, Good Burger is not only is it quotable, it's like it's so much fun. One of my favorite lines is the back and forth between him and Kurt, where Kurt says. No more working at Good Burger. You make your sauce for Kurt. Who's Kurt? I'm Kurt. I, I'm Ed. I'm aware. You said you were Kurt. Like, it's it's just, like, it's sometimes the writing takes it to a place where you're just kind of like, wow, this is just peak comedy. So, I, in my this might be controversial, um, okay. but I think that Armageddon is just a bad movie. Like, just, I just a think, bad movie? I just think it's just a bad movie. I just okay. think it's... I think it's not a good movie. And I know that, like, um, that's, like, James Cameron, right? No, I believe that's Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, it's Michael Bay. Um, yeah, and I just, I think it's, I know that it's, like, beloved. But I think that, like, if you look at, like, the story points and everything, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, like, like nobody gives a shit. And, like, when we're yeah. talking earlier that, like, <laughs> there's no subtext here. Like, it's just, it's all just text, you know? Yes. Yeah, it's just, like, people want, it's, they wrote it and said people want to see a movie like this. We're going to yes. make a movie. And it's, yes. like, you're not trying to say anything. It's just, like, yeah. But just because I don't think it's a well-made, like, a well, like, it's a good story or whatever, I don't think that it's not worth watching. Like, I think. Exactly, I, yeah. I'm personally, I'm a deep impact girl. Like mm-hmm. I know that there was a, they both came out at the same time. Armageddon was wildly more popular. I think deep impact yeah. is just objectively better. Um, I think a lot of people would agree. It's just, you I, know, it's so good. Michael I love Bay it. delivers on what people want to see. Yeah. And I, I think that deep impact is still 
probably not a good movie. I think I could make a lot of cases for for how <laughs> how nuanced the story is if I wanted to. But yeah. really, I don't think. I mean, I think the only real difference is that it is directed by a woman, um, and it, I think it is a more feminine, softer, like tragic take on the end of the world. But it's not like. Yeah. It's not like deep. Like she's got like a. Are you really thing looking with her for dad. anything deep in that type no, of movie? No, I just want to cry. Like, yeah, it's it's just like <laughs> you know, it's literally if somebody told me just like, oh, it's a movie about a meteor coming to the planet, I'm just like, show me how they blow it up. Like, like that's that's <laughs> that's where I. But 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 there is a new movie about that though. If you heard about it, it's called Don't Look Up. Oh no, I haven't. Okay, okay. Are you? I ready? love movies about meteors coming okay. to the end of the world. So, I was just thinking about so Melancholia. So do I. Okay, so I'm gonna read. Don't like. I want you to not even go to Google right now. Okay, I won't. I'm gonna I'm just tell you oh, the cast. Sorry. I'm gonna tell you the cast. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> if I told you that there is a movie starring, hold up, I'm pulling up the full cast right now. So there is a movie starring Tyler Perry, um, Kid Cudi, Matthew Perry, and Ariana Grande. And and Chris Evans. What, what is your first? What is your first impression? Um, who what who has a sex tape of Chris Evans that he's doing <laughs> this movie? Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I love that reaction. I mean, everybody else. I'm like, what? Why? But also, I guess you kind of you're on the same tier. And then Chris Evans. It's like, okay, you're just, okay. Did, I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, oh my God. Okay. That's, that's All the right. first impression. Okay. So keep the, keep that cast in your mind. Mm-hmm. Also part of the cast, Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Jennifer Lawrence. Timothy Chalamet. Jonah Hill. What? The f- what? Kate Blanchett. Is this like one of those like holiday movies? And, they like- and Meryl Streep. What? <laughs> you this you mean you're this isn't real like you're just this is a real movie this is a real movie and it comes out this year who's who's behind it chris mckay the director the director of the big short oh adam mckay adam mckay i'm sorry i said chris mckay that's the director of the lego movie (laughs) adam mckay is fucking dope adam he he directed uh uh what did i just say i just said it Um, the big short the big short and vice didn't he also do Step Moneyball? He, no, that was um, I can't remember who did Moneyball. I just remember Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Okay. Uh, but I can see him doing Moneyball because he seems to be like in that like autobiographical kind of like yeah. wheelhouse, you know. Uh, let's see, Moneyball. Adam McKay did. Yeah, he did like Step Brothers, and he did a bunch of like those Wolf. He did like a lot of comedies. Didn't he yes. also do Talladega Nights? I believe he he did a lot of Adam Sandler movies, like him, not Adam Sandler, uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yes, yeah. him and Will Ferrell are like super tight. Yeah, I want to say but, he did uh, Anchorman as well. Yeah, that that could be that very well could be, but yeah, he um, yes he did Talladega Nights, Anchorman. I love Talladega Nights. He also did the campaign. Man, I okay. Well, I'm I'm curious as fuck now. I'm, that's I'm, quite the cast. It, it, yeah, and it's like literally like half of the cast. If you was just to say them in a vacuum, you're just like. What the fuck movie is this? It's, I mean, it's it's like a B comedy. Like not. It's probably gonna be like sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe Ariana Grande's in it. But then you see like the other half, which has the likes of Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl yeah. Streep. You're just like, what? So, and the story I, is essentially about a meteor coming to 
the planet. And I think like Leonardo DiCaprio's character and Jennifer Lawrence are like two people who discovered it and they're trying to like warn people and whatnot. So uh-huh. it has it has a very big short like feel to it. It has yeah. a big short feel to it. I mean, he's been doing these really like political like uh, commentary films. So I'm curious like if this is purely like just fiction or if he's got some other agenda oh i'm gonna trigger some people with his agenda <laughs> but agenda. no like, he's just been doing such a interesting job um yeah telling telling relevant stories i mean um, uh, to go from anchorman to what he's doing like it's <laughs> it's impressive it's very impressive he's really it's, like he's got range it's it's impressive as hell absolutely underrated people don't think of adam mckay a lot but adam yeah. mckay he should be a here. bigger name for sure he yeah he definitely he definitely be out here doing his shit yeah appreciate another somebody else who always reminds me of adam mckay um is mike white who just did the white lotus and oh. uh he he's hilarious he also did school of rock and i i've oh, always i been just watched huge, that today huge he's the guy in school of rock he's yeah. the he's the mr. he's the friend Schneebly. he's mr schneebly mm-hmm. yeah so Mike White actually wrote and directed one of my favorite movies of all time that you could kind of be considered on this play. It is not a bad movie. It's an amazing mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got terribly panned. Uh, Orange County. like. Oh, yeah. I heard about that one. Yeah. I fucking love this movie so much. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Okay. And I am ma- I'm, I'm genuinely mad at the world um, for not appreciating it because it's <laughs> oh, so gosh. fucking good. It's like one of Jack Black's like first performances he's he's so good i mean literally colin colin um hanks is in it he's the lead like it's Mm -hmm. the movie is just so it's it's so good it's about this guy who like wanted to go to like harvard or some shit and then like he got denied yeah yeah it's about this you know um this you know rich rich kid who um his his friend already he's a surfer and he doesn't really care about anything and uh his friend dies in a surfing accident oh. uh and then it's not treated seriously at all it's like a joke at the beginning of the movie okay. but he but he has like this epiphany and he like finds this book um in the sand of the beach by this writer and he like gets obsessed with it he reads it a ton and he decides he wants to be a writer and that he wants to go to stanford and he's like okay well like i get good grades like he's gonna be like the class valedictorian or whatever mm-hmm. and his dad's super rich so he's like yeah like you know he's not taking it super seriously um he takes studies really seriously but like right. he, he takes it for granted that he's gonna get in and then the school guidance counselor who's played by lily tomlin by the way mm. um yeah it's amazing okay. she okay. accidentally sends the wrong transcript <laughs> she sends shane brainerd's transcript to stanford and so sean doesn't get in and Aww. it's like this whole thing about him trying to like go up to stanford to talk to somebody up there and like one day to see if he can get in and it's just it's like a wild romp of a movie but jack black plays his older brother who is like on parole and like a drug addict and it's like the the movie is like i'm telling you if you watch this movie you'll freak out over how funny it is it's so good that the way you describe like jack black and the main character's relationship it sounds a lot like the movie onward it's, yeah it's, it's yeah it's, on, it's onward because even like actually Chris yeah. pratt's character looks a lot like jack black yes yeah it, yeah there's definitely parallels there for sure yeah but oh this gosh. but but That's orange county funny. is definitely very much about like just dysfunctional family um okay it's still heartwarming but like it it's 
like um Catherine O'Hara plays his mom and oh, she's okay. like this drunk dude the cast is so good um mm-hmm. the fucking dad is I can't remember what his name is right now the guy that voiced Lord Farquaad oh uh I want to say that's John Cleese uh it's no it's not John Cleese but I know why you're thinking that because um, I know John Cleese is part of like the uh, Shrek universe. Yeah, uh, I gotta look it see. up now. I'm gonna be so Lord pissed. I... I'm looking him up right now. <laughs> Lord Farquaad actor John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, it's John Lithgow. Yes. No, the fucking cat. It's, it's seriously. John so Cleese good. played Fiona's father. Right. Right. Yeah. No, but yeah, I that's that's actually a good movie. But people, it, you know what a, a shitty movie is that I wanted to make sure to mention because I love it so mm. much. Which one? Um, face off and i i will argue to my death that it is objectively a terrible movie the premise is so stupid but it 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 is like people i don't it is genuinely so bad that it's actually good like it's yeah yeah no no yeah i get what you're saying because the one thing i think about when i think of that movie i think of movies in quotes and the quote kind of like sums up the movie i can eat a peach for hours like that (laughs) That tells me everything I need to know about about the film. The film is so, I mean, and it really the unhinged performances by both Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, like yep. just truly, like they just tapped into some fucking deranged bullshit. It's 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 amazing. It's a fucking like literally they captured the lightning in a bottle. Doing it too. Two like of the best at doing it too. It's like people underrate like how like they're titans and like the deranged kind of like acting, yeah. and you put those two together and you say act like each other. It's like <laughs> it's and it's like we were talking about body swap movies a little bit earlier. Like mm-hmm. body swap movies are so bizarre, but if you get the right actors who can like embody, it doesn't even matter what the plot is. It's yes. just fascinating to watch them like become each other. And Face Off, I didn't see it until I was like 21 and I'd mm. heard about it my whole life. And then I finally watched it and I was like, oh, my God, how have I gone this long <laughs> in my life without seeing this movie? It's perfect. It's incredible. It's like, it's like looking in a mirror, except not. It's like... <laughs> the lines the lines are so bad. I'm telling it's, you. It's insane. Oh, man. It's... But I, I could watch it every single day for the rest of my life and never okay. get bored. Okay. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to throw this in. I'm not even going to like elaborate on it because i know you say you watched that for the first time at 21 mm-hmm. i recently just watched demolition man for the first time since maybe like yeah probably like ever like oh all the way through so you probably had a very similar experience it was a very similar experience <laughs> where i was just like how did i go my whole life without watching this damn movie it's right? so it's so bad but it's so also like wow like i need to watch <laughs> this again and again and again let me ask you this <laughs> have you ever seen piranha double d yes that yes movie i will yes. i will say this that movie is a fucking blast to watch it's baller as fuck it I'm is not gonna lie, yeah. it is so much fun it's te- it's so bad but yeah. in the best fucking way i actually saw it in 3d really i actually saw double d in 3d i, I watched it like at yeah. home on hbo i'm pretty sure like I, I feel like it came out when i was living with my parents still i don't know how mm-hmm. old it is but yeah like <laughs> Yeah, I want to say like it was like either right before I went to college or like my first year in college is when it yeah. came out. That's what I want to say, but I'm not. Yeah, too I feel much, like I feel like sure. I was. Yeah, I know, I know, I do know. Ving Rhames literally had like a gun for a leg. 
a dude or yes. it was like a gun for a leg or for an arm i didn't i remember he goes give me my gun and they like put it in his fucking leg and he just starts <laughs> shooting these piranhas in the fucking wall it is it piranha double d is a fucking masterpiece i, and mean, I don't care what anybody it says. Is, it's literally it's it's so it's just so much fun it's bonkers like fucking absolutely <sighs> ridiculous but yeah danielle patabaker danielle patabaker I, I see danielle patabaker in so many random things like yeah I feel like we're going to meet one day and I think it's going to be like faded because like, first off, she was, she started off on Disney channel and then she was on the flash and then she, well, not then, but then she was also like the Friday the 13th reboot where she like gets capped bats and it's very (laughs) jarring to see like a Disney channel star get capped that bad. Yeah. And then she was in Piranha double D. (laughs) So So she gets around. She legit gets around uh, christopher lloyd gary Busey's in the movie i wow. saw christopher lloyd i was like holy shit i wow. mean sometimes sometimes they just get somebody and i'm like wow that's i hope that your life is doing well like i don't know why you had to take this movie but yep i yep. hope you're doing okay david hasselhoff too david hasselhoff oh is also God. in the movie yeah so. he yeah yeah this is just this is fun anyway i think i think we i think we've talked about enough terrible movies now yeah. with, of the, for the night uh yeah. but guys thank you so much for listening to geeks of the week once again to our loyal listeners who tune in every week to hear us geek out about everything every effing thing um just so you know guys we our patreon is live in case you guys didn't figure that out yet we yes. had some really great like posts on there already. We have a special Patreon episode already up. We're going to make more for you guys. Uh, we had a Q&A, which was a lot of fun. It like, was so much fun. I liked it. We need to do more of those. And I know? think we are actually going to be putting up a, to our, to our wonderful patrons, we're actually going to be putting up a poll, I think, this week um, for our one of our upcoming bonus episodes to be you guys can help us find a terrible movie to roast to just yes, go all yes, in on. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause I, yeah, I, I think, it, I think it'd be fun to do that, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. Patreon's best. Cause I don't, I don't want to piss anybody off that doesn't exclusively want to know my opinions on it because exactly. sometimes people, are, you know, like people are, can like whatever they like, you know, Patreon is a shield. It's a yeah, shield. It's That's safe what space. it is. Even so, stuff that we make fun of is just, it's playful. It's just a little playful exactly. jest. That's it. <laughs> Just a playful little jest. Oh, and also we want to do some like live recordings of our podcast as well. So you guys can actually join in on our talks and like, you know, you can, we can answer your questions live. You guys can see us in real time. Just talk about the shit unedited. Uh, It's going to be really cool. So if you guys are into that, drop a comment, drop, uh, give us a message, like let us know what you want us to talk about, those type of things. And we hope to see you guys there at some point. So that would be pretty amazing. So yeah. Because you guys are the best followers in the world. You guys are the best. You, you guys are awesome. And we love you and want to create more content for you guys. So really appreciate all the help. And thank you so much for the patrons who have signed up for our Patreon. Thank you so much. Uh, anyway, I'm Straw Hat Goofy. She's Jay Stoobs. We've had a lot of fun. We're sleepy as hell, especially We her. are. We are. <laughs> but we do think you guys are the best. So <laughs> You're worth it. But you are worth it. What was the Hold on. Sure, it was difficult. But you are worth it. <laughs> Oh, Always. Incredibles. I love it. Yep, yep. I, I'm <laughs> wearing the Incredibles colors, but I wish I was wearing Syndrome colors right I now. Mean, so I mean, I up. can see why you would never want to take that Shang-Chi jacket off. It is styling. It's so cool. It's so cool, right? Like, I wear it when I go take out the trash and shit. Like, it just, people it's look all, at me, I'm so like, awesome. you see it? You see it? Like, yeah, it we're...
Oh, and then the Wakanda jersey underneath. The yeah, Wakanda jersey underneath. I'm, I can't a, I'm, a, I'm wearing like a fucking sweater over here. Like an <laughs> idiot. You're fucking comfortable like a dude, like a dodo. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> All right, we're done goofing off. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Bye.